0: Assessment.
1: Are you okay? Oh, sorry. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can edit all that out. So it's just a recording. So no worries.
0: Okay,
1: right. great. Let me do an intro. Hello and welcome. My name's Campbell. This is Spiral Up. Hope you're having a fantastic day. And today uh, we're joined by Beth Martins, and we're going to have a talk about sovereignty. And um, I've asked Beth, because I know that she's been on this um, journey for the last sort of uh, what year or so, um, you've interviewed some some pretty interesting people um about
0: two years, yeah,
1: a few years, yeah. yep, yeah, um about sovereignty and all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, we're going to have a chat about um you know personal sovereignty. you know what does it mean to be sovereign? Um you know, there's more more than mental aspects. We're not going to go into the into the law or anything like that. Um, so welcome, Beth.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Thank I'm you- totally thrilled to be here.
1: Thank you for joining me. Yes, yes. And um, I'll leave all Beth's links below. Um, Go check out our channel. There's um, a couple of interviews with me on there as well. So make sure you go and Mm -hmm. uh, watch, give a like, give a subscribe. All righty. So let's just jump into it. Sovereignty. Now, um, what does sovereignty mean to you, Beth? Um, What what have you learned over the last couple of years?
0: Oh, I love this question because to me, (laughs) sovereignty is freedom. Uh, it's interesting with the word sovereignty there's some play in there but you know it's not necessary to get really trapped in words or you know i used to be like every day i'd go like oh my god they stole that word too i can't use that <laughs> one anymore but uh, kind of reclaiming it like no what we can speak as and you speak freely mm. and um so i i teach and coach about freedom and it's actually a very big part of my process that you know if you can't want freedom more than you want other things like, you know, good relationship, a new home, or, you know, whatever, uh, solve your problems, then it puts a barrier between you and freedom. In that, wanting it like wanting is a kind of bulldozer effect, it pushes away from you what you want. Mm. Right? Ironically.
1: (laughs) Well, it does when you state that you want something, you're also stating you don't have it.
0: This is it. You're affirming the lack. Exactly. You got it. So by flipping it and wanting freedom more, then freedom starts to pull you. And to me, freedom is synonymous with, I got so much to say about this, but uh, (laughs) freedom is synonymous with purpose, right? When you are actually acting within your God-given purpose, there is so much freedom in it. It's insane, right? Mm -hmm. The door just explodes open, in terms of the possibilities, right? Compared to when you're trying to jockey with like, what are people gonna think of me? And, you know, who am I, who should I be? Who do they want me to be? Mm. And you just come out as yourself, then that's uh, that's a really, you know, that's going to be your authentic self. And it's always going to be in alignment with with what you're meant to do and who, who you're meant to be around. So that's a big aspect of freedom for me. And because I teach it, the last, uh, since the pandemic started, I started a coaching certification program. So I've been having to teach my methods of how I, you know, I've been coaching for a long time with these methods, but I've never had to impart them to others so that they could go and do that, even professionally as coaches. And so I really have started to unpack this, what is freedom? And so what I would always know instinctively to do is never to define it for someone else. And that it is a, an ever evolving, you know, whether it starts out as a concept or maybe a direct experience, that's the best. <laughs> Cause then, you know, then, you know, you know, it, there's nobody could talk you out of that. Yep. And, and what came full circle around for me too, because I've been trying to de new age my work <laughs> systematically, Nick, seeing the trap of that. And, you know, and I was willing to actually. Uh, give it all away if it if it turned out that it was all locked in that new agey sideways kind of thing. Then I was you know, but I, so I put my work to the test. And then when it came to freedom, I was like, okay, well, how does this actually relate with the you know, you could say my my values now are aligned. Um, you could call it Christian, but it's more my Christian roots and the Bible, but certainly no no Christian doctrine or church or organization, all of that stuff I, I want nothing to do with. And, and so my relationship to God has really, you know, I always thought I had a very close relationship to God. I nearly died 20 years ago of a stage four lymphoma, and it was a very spiritual journey to recover against the odds. But when things went completely curfewy in the world, then it was like, all of a sudden there was nothing between me and God. It was just this, right? Because I couldn't trust anything. Couldn't rely mm-hmm. on anything. Everything was a lie. Uh, the whole, you know, you could see the agenda rolling for some of us saw it. And so that was a real gift that I just, there was, there was nowhere else to turn but God. And, uh, and so how I, how I personally define freedom now is my relationship with God.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm, it, it makes sense because this is a, th- a thing when you were talking about jobs. Um, I mean, jobs are so restrictive, aren't they? Like, I want to do this, but, you know, jobs are the are the buts, right? <laughs> like, um, you know, it, it stops people. They want to do, you know, chase their dreams, whatever, but they've got to pay the mortgage, but they've got to do this, but, 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 but. But once you this is the thing um, freedom is, is about letting go a lot is I mean pretty much isn't it it's about letting go to the attachments rather than um, trying to gain something more I think we, you've sort of got to strip things off first um, to find out who you really are right but you get the layering off get all that programming down and then because otherwise any any choice you make towards moving to freedom is going to be you know, with that, from that perspective, right, of, of the, the program, the system, the job, and that. And so until you get rid of that, you're not really, we well, can't really see freedom, I don't think. You know, and, and we've all seen this. We talk to people who are in the system, and, and their freedom is going on a two week cruise, you know, after 20 years of work or something. And so you, that has to be stripped right back, I think, before we can even start walking this path of freedom. It's a lot, it's a big, uh, it's, it's an introspective process, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you're nailing it. And it's the crux of all of my work, that it can be tempting to think that, oh, okay, I need to add peace, I need to add freedom, I need to add love, I need to add joy, I need to add health, I need, you know, and it's, uh, what I've discovered is that when you let go of the things that are not you, like you said, all the programming, beliefs, ideologies that don't serve bad habits, whatever it is, then you know thoughts feelings especially and and the programs that hold them all in place then you start to discover that everything is already installed so perfectly love is there joy is there freedom is there right it's it's it is our actual authentic nature mm. and so the whole, freedom really is letting go there to me there's nothing there's nothing you could add
1: mm. yeah yeah i mean um yeah to, to be free to have this um mindset exactly we've got to be in a place where we understand what freedom is and anything that that is from the system from our past is is you know we know now that's not freedom you know the last two years have told us this that these are all um you know things that they that the system says oh we can you can you can have that we're going to give you that benefit or whatever but when you get down to it you understand that Freedom is just—it's um, a state of mind, right? We're already free, and that's... so th- this is why we—what we're stripping back, I guess—is—is is the not freeness, right? All this stuff that that makes us believe we're not free, um, and then you get to a point where you go, "Oh, hang on, I actually am free." You know, I could have just—you know—done what I what I, whatever I wanted whenever. Um, and it's just ourselves and all this programming that's that's holding us back. So, I think I just said the same thing I, <laughs> I said before, but. Um, this is to know what freedom is, we need to be in a certain place, I think, to to really see and understand what freedom is. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, like you mentioned before, that's what the last two years has done. It's sort of showed us how a lot of these things that we take for granted and, and that are, you know, rights or whatever, we think they're freedoms and that we're free and that we live in free countries, right? I mean, especially the USA, right? The free you know they were the free they landed the free two years ago and now look at it right um so yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada
0: oh and, man we thought we had a yeah, jackpot yes,
1: Canada. <laughs>
0: right yeah same in Australia that we, we just yeah. thought we were the luckiest ones so we had we got the good one nothing bad was ever going to happen here and we're just sitting ducks
1: yeah 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 well this I mean and the other thing is I guess if you believe you've got freedom when you don't if you've got a false freedom then um you're much more of a slave aren't you because like you said we, we were just sitting ducks we weren't ready for any of this you know the you know 90 percent they're still in shock of what's going on um and so that perceived freedom actually makes you a slave
0: yes yeah exactly the up is down calling everything you know that uh, sickness is health and slavery is freedom <laughs> and yeah so yeah the, the The, you know, as the world kind of crumbles around us and we lose, we're going to lose things now, hopefully, and this is something I want to talk about too, is like, hopefully people are going to rally enough to create the civilization that's falling to start to meet our own needs. And that in that is freedom. Like I have to use this example. I just came from my garden. I literally ripped myself away from my garden. I was thinking like, oh, can I do the interview here in the garden? But I I wasn't really set up. And uh, it's just exploding in growth right now We're we're having a pretty good year, even though it started really late, but uh, the, you know, I'm getting almost nothing from the grocery store right now. I've got a food group. I've got a milk group. I've got uh, my own garden. I'm, I'm about to um, uh, uh, inhabit a farm Mm -hmm. part-time. I've been working on a farm and I managed to, uh, I won't say any, any details about it just to kind of protect the, situation but nice. you know so so the freedom of that just like sitting in I was you know 20 minutes ago I'm sitting in this beautiful garden like right on the on the ground I would chipped the whole thing so it's not muddy I could I could sit there the sun's shining on my face I picked chamomile flowers I think I brought them to show you <laughs> like this nice. you know, beautiful harvest of chamomile so
1: that's and gonna
0: uh, it's gonna be tea yeah dry them out and it's gonna be, I was eating them as like exploding in in chamomile in my uh senses really nice. Wow. And and to me, you know, like there there's freedom right there. I look around, mm. if I'm hungry, mm. I just eat something and it came from me and my effort and God's uh, favor of yep. the effort yep. that I made. Uh so, you know, just that independence that in a way I've always had I feel, you know, if you can have more freedom, that's the wrong way to say it because freedom yeah, you're free or you're not. But to, like I'm born and raised to entrepreneurs who uh, my dad almost had a nervous breakdown working for other people so he started his own business and I always worked in their business and it gave me a lot of freedom I could I could come in and you know um feel like I'm helping out but also to create income and I could take trips and I could you know do things for myself that I wanted to do and then I wanted to be the same. I wanted to, you know, after surviving cancer, there's no way I'm going to go get a job and not and not back in the business corporate world for sure. And so I've always created a life work for myself. I consider it to be much more that than a living. You know, there I could have done things for a lot more money, like oh. a lot. And because uh, I was, you know, I was professional in communications and public relations and marketing and all that kind of thing. There's lots of fancy jobs that I could have possibly had there but the enormous freedom of just following my heart and you know this is what i want to offer right now and so i do and just put myself out there and see if anybody comes and they did uh and so you know 20 years later when the pandemic hits no one shows up to tell me what to do they don't say what i should wear on my face they don't say what i should put in my body they don't tell me where to stand i i have a certain amount of sovereignty already I vet my clients and people in my in my courses so that I know who they are, that there's a good match between us so we're kind of uh, family-like already. And uh, and then, you know, here I am, still nobody tells me what to do unless I try to cross a border or, you know, m- uh, maneuver in mm. public.
1: Mm. Yeah, this is the thing. When you were talking about food, I was just thinking, you know, there's obviously all this talk at the moment about, um, you know, food and <laughs> the lack of it maybe. Um, and a lot of people are getting stressed out but again it's just it's just a choice to go out and start your own garden and 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 then take that because that's freedom right then you've got food freedom so freedom is it's it's the choices we make right um you know obviously right everything is the choices we make but you know we can view that as I'm a slave oh my god look at the system you know oh my god they're not going to feed me or we can go awesome now I can go and learn how to grow properly I can do this and and when you do that, you'll find out. I've been watching, you know, seeing a few videos, there's so much more edible plants out there and food than, than, you know, we go to the supermarket and we see this selection of, you know, what, 20, 30, maybe 50 sort of different types of fruit and veg. There's thousands out there, and they're most of them are growing in people's gardens. And, and we don't yeah. know. And because we don't, we haven't got that knowledge, we, we, we don't have that f- uh, freedom of, you know, of food, right? So, um, what are your thoughts on on knowledge and and freedom? Like, what's what, what what's the link there?
0: Well, everything that you uh, can experience, including your thoughts and you know taking in and processing knowledge, is a door to freedom. This is something I I finally you know okay God you know why all these ter- you know while the pain while the torturous experiences the good experiences have a certain torture in them because they come to an end and you want it again and so i'm like okay why god did you create this whole emotional realm and spiritual realm and physical realm and and what i what i heard and learned and and uh see is true for the every day of my life after is that it all is a kind of portal to freedom which sounds sounds new agey but if you allow yourself to go through the experience the thought you know use the knowledge with the intention of freedom, then that's where you're going to end up, right? That's that's your um, all of all of that. Whether it's everything from from knowledge to to emotions and and programs, they are all just energy in a pattern. And so, if if the energy is in a pattern unconsciously, which means it's driven from fear then it's going to create uh, a painful door to go through. Right. And if the, if you're conscious of the energy and you're using it more as that co-creator and you're aware of what you're doing and you have that maybe conscious uh, intention for freedom, then those experience, the high experiences are still a door. They're not the goal. This is something I feel a little bit on a bandwagon about to let people know, like it's so tempting to think oh we're just looking to be in a high state all the time and that's freedom but it's not actually it is a better place to take off from like and and actually a more accurate way to say that is that when you're in high energy it's way easier to let go of low energy yes right so if you're up in joy and you have the wherewithal that you're really about freedom or you're really you know that's what you're working on then from that joy you can go and get some of the you know sadness and fear and even lower apathy anger and have it not consume you but rather you you know even you could turn it around and you consume it because mm. it's energy right rather than holding it away from yourself you're taking it in like food mm. and and like digestion just using this metaphor like digestion transmuting it into what i call free energy And I know that, you know, the phrase goes around a lot, but that's, this is my definition of it, that as soon as you're not using your life force to suppress your experiences that are a door, you let them come up, you let yourself go through whatever it is, which can be hellish, like, honestly, the biggest, biggest demons are met within for sure, Mm -hmm. then, then you discover that, you know, it, 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 in fact, it's an illusion that there's something wrong there. It's just tied up energy. It's saying like, "Hey, I need a, I need an outlet. I need a, uh, you know, I need to be free. I need to move." Actually, is the most accurate way to say that. I just need to move, and then freedom is an instantaneous experience from that, like infallible. As long as somebody's brave enough to let go, then freedom's right there.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is lessons, right? Um, like I was think that. I mean, you were just sort of speaking about it um in a different term but literally physical you know physical experiences when you meet someone that annoys you or whatever and you know we have the choice to act or react and, and in, to do that in certain ways and you know we can block that and you know there's a saying right if you keep blocking stuff you know you'll get hit by a by a hammer then you'll hit a brick wall and then if you keep annoying it you know a mac puck will come and take you out it just gets bigger and bigger but if you accept that in and, and learn that's the learning process right then you come exactly. out the other end freer and in that process you wonder you, you learn that you are free right it's so like with with the whole you know thing on your face um we had those in perth for a while and you know i never wore one so i was walking around these shopping centers you know just the only person without one and that was a bit weird at the start but by the end of it it made me realize well Clearly no one can tell no one has I mean, I knew it already, but you know, you start to live that no one can tell me to do things I don't want to do. And so you understand, like, through the through acting in freedom, you understand that that you have that freedom. It's kind of a, a bit of a dichotomy, isn't it? It's, yeah, but you have to go through the process. And I was gonna say before, what do you think trust plays? Like I think we need to have, you know, to have a bit of trust as well to sort of walk this path. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Oh, I love this subject. Lots to say on trust. <laughs> um, it's a uh, uh, aspect of the child archetype. So that's that's one thing to know about it: that the the shadow child wants to trust desperately, wants to trust, and wants to have something to you know be able to fall back on. So that's, of course, you know, the metaphor being that you say the the parents the child grows up with this sometimes the illusion that the parents have their back. It's you know often often true. At some level, and they'll have to grow into that fact that oh, there it comes down to them. And so <clears throat> we tend to want you know, go through the whole adulthood and continue to want to trust. So whether it's, say, your partner you want to trust, or it's your, you know, maybe your, maybe your boss you want to trust, or the government you want to trust, or the monetary system, or, you know, something inanimate or inan- inanimate, <clears throat> we're always looking for this way to trust. And to me, trust is something that uh, is only appropriate in one place. and that is God, freedom itself. This can be trusted. I always trust God. but i don't I don't trust people, but neither do I mistrust them. Yeah. So this is where you start to get into, this, you know, um, more dualistic kind of way to look at it, that, that there's one or the other, either I put all my trust in you and I set it up so that I'm going to be betrayed. And that is again, the major, major shadow experience of the child, or I, you know, withhold trust and I'm suspicious and I'm always doing this, looking over my shoulder. And then I pull in experiences, same thing, betrayed, right? I'm going to pull in those experiences. And it. I wrote about this in my book that um, you in fact must be betrayed. We have to go through that experience in order to see that it has no power over us. It's not mm. to be feared at all. And then to put the put the faith in God to say, okay, I trust God to, you know, God takes care of the sparrows. And, uh, you know, why is he not going to take care of me?
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like being um, in the world but not of the world. You know, we don't have to be so attached to everything, do we? Um, this whole att- I mean, again an attachment, right? That's what that's what freedom is—is is getting rid of, of all this attachment. But like you said, w- when you get into it, I mean, ultimately, I mean, you know, right? what is freedom? And and I guess that's the creator. And again, we're not we're, we're talk- when we sort of talk about you know. God's word in God's way. It's not. It's not words in a Bible written by you know a man. Um. It's what. It's what we are. Right. It's all inside. It's really just just living out what makes us. See, freedom feels good, right? And freedom isn't. You know, freedom isn't braveheart, right? You know, running around taking out the the English army. It's not all these things that we've been given. Freedom is just living your life without restriction. It's when you want to do something, you do it. You know, obviously, as long as you, you do no harm. Um. But but it doesn't have to be this big massive thing, does it? You know, a lot of people want to run around and cry freedom, and but all they're really doing is is saying, "I'm so oppressed." Because when they're crying freedom, right, they're, they're saying that has to go away for me to be free. That's why I'm yelling. Um, so again, we're back in that dichotomy, aren't we? Of this whole we've taught that we've been taught that freedom is this act of overthrowing bad. You know, the whole good against bad. When really it's understandable to me it's understanding that that doesn't have an effect on you it's just it just is and you talked about um thoughts before the way i what i say is you know everything should be interesting oh it's just interesting it should never be right or wrong because like you said when it's right or wrong you're just putting yourself in a box when it's interesting it can be anything right
0: exactly yeah you have an open mind Uh, right and wrong is a very interesting one that has been so severely abused in the new age as well. And, uh, you know, so they've manipulated us into thinking certain things were um, not right or wrong, say pedophilia, for example, that some people would go, oh, well, you know, now the thing is, oh, well, if the child agrees, then it's okay. Right. And, but, if that was your child you would just have no doubt i mean even if it's not your child and and you're you know a decent person who has that sense of right and wrong then you're going to know it's wrong under all circumstances nothing could make that right mm. and so the you know that's actually the lover archetype that has a really strong moral sense or or has a potential for moral sense and it's, mm. uh, in it. so, so, um but I think what you're describing is something different. It's the, it's the scope that wouldn't be there when you come in and, you know, make conclusions and, and, and judgments, like you're, t- you're talking about more of the curiosity, the interesting, which I can very much relate to having evolved myself from a place of, you know, if somebody came into my world and had opposing views, especially in my first like days of being a new Christian or whatever you call it, um, you know, it'd be like, oh, Satanist, oh, Satanist, yeah. <laughs> you know, you point my yeah, pictures yeah, at people yeah, yeah. like this and like, oh, new age and blah, blah, And, but I realized like, honestly, that that's a road to hell. I was just going to alienate all of the best people in my life who innocently are, you know, maybe went astray or whatever, who am I to say that they did? And, uh but, but coming to this place of, of being more interested than I am, you know, trying to, I don't even know, like, not that I would sway them, but make any decision about them and maintaining that interest. It's so expansive because it means that the good that that person does have can still come through, even if I don't agree with everything that they're saying, everybody has something to offer if they have, mm-hmm. you know, done any work on themselves in their life. And uh, so it's, um, yeah, thanks to a, a woman in my life, Jacqueline Milne, she really taught me that in the in the last couple of years, watching her navigate in, in such a graceful way, even though she has extremely strong convictions, like no mm-hmm. wishy-washy at all, but can make space and be interested in everybody's perspective
1: you mm, yeah well, I mean we don't have to get offended this is the thing um and that that, that just sort of shuts us down but I, I was just thinking when you were talking that like freedom you know, again you know like we're, we're taught that freedom really when you think about it, all these concepts we talk about taught about freedom they're all changing the world outside of us right we have to stop this to be free we have to change that to be free if only this was different I'd be free ah um but really um, freedom is not needing you know to change anything really isn't it like it, it's, it's understanding that everyone has a choice to do what they want because you do and this is another thing I, I mentioned a bit is you know if you want to be free then every you have to allow everyone to be free because as soon as you tell someone what to do then then what you're saying to the universe is well people can tell me what to do and clearly that's not freedom so so there's this you know this whole rule of you know um i think you know a lot of people get stuck in oh but it's got to be my way and this and this has, you know this has to change and and blah 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 and they need to change but um that's all outside and we we know we cannot change the outside world we can affect it sure but we can't you know make a green car turn into a purple motorbike right we just at the moment we're not doing that um but we can change ourselves and 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 knowing that again right is a freedom right because if you think that that it's the outside world then you're a slave if you understand it's it's this it's this big sort of like wishy what sort of dichotomy kind of convoluted infinity sign really this concept of of freedom isn't it because you've got kind of got to go through it to understand what it is Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly yeah i love what you're talking about and uh to me the The most exciting thing is this free will and how do we work with it? And, you know, we don't have any problems that aren't related to someone, whether it's, you know, an entity, the government, your husband, your whatever, right? And uh, the closer they are to you, the more tempting it is to try to change them so that you can be free. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, cause I, I, I can really live and let live, but say it comes to my son or my son's dad, or, you know, people that directly affect my, uh, you know, genetic line. And, and then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, step aside. I'm going to engineer all you guys into better mm-hmm. state here. And then we, you know, you know, if you've tried to do that, it doesn't work. It's an experiment that it gets the same results. Every time you get nothing but resistance and pushback. And so here's a little bit of, I don't know if the irony is the right word, but it's when you resolve to take responsibility for the whole situation, okay, I'm seeing something in my son that I don't like, I'm going to actually find the part of myself that is offended by that, that connects with that in a, you know, energy losing way. I'm going to take it out and leave him, not leave him be, I'm still his parent, of course, but you know, not try to change and manipulate him, even though I think it's for his good or whatever, that's all fear-based. All I'm doing is infecting him with fear. Mm. And so this is where uh, I actually have a new slogan for the project that I've uh, just launched and it's where mastery meets miracles. Nice. So here's the thing. Here's the thing that when you do master your own inner life and you learn to let go of your shit, then your influence on the world around you is very profound. So I've had people in an adversarial situation say, I think it's safe enough to talk uh, about my son's dad. So, you know, opposite ends of the poison injection uh, theme and saying, oh, you know, our 15-year-old can just go and get that by himself and like over my dead body, (laughs) I'm a bear comes out ready to kill everybody to (laughs) save them and um and so once again i know this from a lot of experience especially in this relationship that i needed to go do my work so i did i let go of all of my fears about that injection and what could happen to my son and and the you know the breakup of the relationship with my son's dad that had been very good we had got to a good place but now Uh, you know, all of a sudden it's high conflict. I never want to see you again. You're not allowed in my house and Mm -hmm. all of this kind of stuff. Right. And so, but after, after doing the inner work, complete turnaround, complete turnaround. I, and Uh I didn't tell him any, I didn't say anything. He never brings up poison injections. Again, my son resolved that he didn't, you know, he kind of woke up over these last two years too and, and got courageous in his disposition and uh and then so just as an example we just um you know like he lent me his truck to go camping and he gave me the keys to his house to look after his cats after and you know we're actually cooperating in this parenting thing again and it, it's actually a miracle wow it's a complete transformation mm. but i but i couldn't do it to him
1: yeah 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 all change has to come from within right um and, and and all of our experiences are reflected by our thoughts. Sorry, you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry to say, you were trying to jump in there.
0: Sorry about that. I I actually uh, just for my sirens. Shall I close my door? Oh yeah. Noise? Um,
1: I can't hear anything. But yeah, if you want to, no worries. Oh,
0: you can't hear? Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, just no let me know.
1: No. Worries. Okay. Um, uh, what were we saying? <laughs> God. Um. uh freedom, trust. Well, let's go somewhere else. So, um, all right, affecting so, other people. Sorry, yeah, I was just going to say. So, I mean, freedom, you know, so, is sovereignty, really. Um, um obviously, you know, the reign, but you know, it's just, it's just a word, right? We, we're allowed to reign as well. Um, so, what would you, um, what would you, your advice be to someone, um, who wants to start this journey and become a bit more sovereign? Who's sort of heard of these concepts, but but still has this pro you know doesn't really understand what freedom is i think i think that that's one of the biggest things right is just trying to let people understand what it is and, and ultimately that that the, the biggest thing is they they actually have the freedom to choose right um, how do you think people what what's a good what are your thoughts on that how a good way to get started in in this journey
0: so the entry point because we're in the land of free will here has to be that person's life and you know it's usually the thing that they're bumping up against that they can't get past maybe they're holding their head at night wondering why this keeps on being like it is um i have one situation with cats like that i haven't solved that one yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah but um so it will come from them once they have this is this the first step once they've decided that they want to see a change in their life and you know or they want to uh you know evolve and expand and uh do more in alignment with what they feel is pushing up in them then then that's ripe right like that's that's a ripeness for the work that i do and then then it's a matter of what we've been talking about looking at okay you know what are what are the stuck points how do they point to patterns that already exist in nature that I call archetypes? How precise can you be about where the stuckness is? For example, when I was dying of cancer and I started to look at the archetypes after three years of nothing working and I'm still dying and they're trying to throw a stem cell transplant at me and uh, most half the people die doing that. So it was like not a really good... Uh, turn out and I was highly motivated to find, okay, why am I still a dying person? I've done all the best things for myself, changed my diet, change, you know, took great medicine, took care of myself, did counseling, all of the best things that I knew to do, I was doing, but here I was still losing my life. And I was able to pinpoint one archetype that was so out of alignment for me that it was literally pulling the life away from me. And so as soon as I was able to see the pattern inside myself then i could go to work in that arena to discharge that shadow energy and like we we're talking about when once you start to let go immediately when you start to let go because you know i'm i'm still letting go that was the rebel archety- archetype by the way just in case you're wondering which one that rebel. was that uh, yeah rebel yeah exactly bad for you can it? oh there is a big shadow with a rebel like every archetype yeah yeah I can go into detail about that and uh it's um you know so once I was able to see I knew exactly (laughs) what I was working on I saw my work and it was very quick after that so that I actually went from being a dying person to a living person practically overnight Wow! like insane insane I just I saw it I took it out Uh, you know, or reclaimed that energy, awakened it, moved it, you know, I don't even know exactly what is the accurate description of it other than it, it works. And, uh, and so yeah, it's, uh, you know, to be brave enough to say, Hey, I love my, I love my wife, and I don't want this marriage to end. And, uh, you know, I can't see what's wrong, but I'm going to go and I'm going to find inside myself what it is that's cooperating with the death of this thing that I love, and uh, do that brave work of meeting myself in the mm. in the you know, the corners and the dungeons and that that dark uh, where there's all the pain stored and everything like that. And the beauty is that the in the short, because it's not about torture, it's not about going to immerse yourself in your bad inner world. It's to go through it and and then the speed of healing can be again, miraculous, Mm. because you're, you're just simply um, not, you know, you're not, you're not avoiding the door anymore. You're not avoiding your energy. You're not using your life force to suppress that which you have been given, right? It's not a mistake that we've been given these bodies and all these feelings and thoughts and all of that kind of thing. And, and so receiving the, the gift of that and the energy, the moment you begin, you start to pop up exponentially you know it's not it's not even a slow gradual as you you let go and poof the lights go on you see in technicolor you see your situation with clarity where before it was like a fog right that's a big thing we don't we never know how freedom is going to look yeah until you're in that moment and are you running a program in the moment or are you going to let your fear go and and be present with what actually is and maybe freedom does look like taking up arms or maybe freedom does look like just you know being off away in our own uh, assemblies and societies or we, you know you don't know in in every moment what it's going to call for in that respect so yeah the the if there's any advice it would be to just see are you are you brave enough to to make a shift and not just so you can have a good life but so that you can be purposefully engaged in your role in
1: humanity mm. yeah well nicely said uh, and, and i mean this is the thing when, when we you know get real with ourselves i mean that's just so freeing right because you know as, as we've said before we're the only ones that can change ourselves anyway so you know one of the the most freeing um or well, beliefs i guess or thoughts is is knowing that that it, it's it's us Right. Once you drop everything else and, and, and that's all, and that's blame as well, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's always their fault. Oh my God, it's their fault. But it's like, um, who was it? Dr. Um, I've forgotten his name now. Um, uh, Basically he said, you know, th- there's 7 billion people in the world. So, you know, if you want to change the world, you've got to go to change 7 billion people. Much easier to just look in the mirror and change yourself. Uh, Wayne Dwyer, Wayne Dwyer. Um, oh, Wayne. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is the thing about I think, you know, with freedom, it's it's really just this coming to this conclusion that we're already free and then just starting to take those steps. Right. And like you said, we're never going to know what freedom looks like. So building up these these massive plans of it, it has to be like this is just um, again, that's that's not freedom because there's no freedom of movement in that it, it fixed positions don't have freedom in them, do they? you know there's no freedom in a square it can't turn into a circle if you know what i mean um Mm. so so it's better i think to have dreams and visions of of where you want to be but they don't have to be these specific things and because you're never going to know the path um that's all in the moment um and that's all having that perspective of you're free to choose at every moment trusting and knowing that you'll always make the right decisions and i I think yeah that 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 might be a a good way to start a journey to freedom um but but it's it's definitely an internal thing. It's definitely, you know, freedom is, is you know, it's um like life, right? Life's an inner job. Um, you know, we just can't change the outside world. And the biggest freedom is understanding that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really well said. I love that.
1: <laughs> Thank yeah. you. How are we going to have time for hello, kitty. Yeah, she's made her appearance in, in every yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> couldn't be
1: left out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mr. Ocean is my celebrity cat.
1: <laughs> Mr. Ocean, did you say?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what a cool
1: name! <laughs> nice. All right. Um. All right. Yeah. Well, there we go, guys. Um. Freedom. Have you got any last thoughts? Any last um bits of wisdom you would like to leave with our our viewers? Yes,
0: if it's okay, I'd love to share about uh, the new private membership association that i'm just in the process of creating and it's totally in alignment with freedom because this is something that uh, the private domain it's very hidden from people even though it's like a fish in water you don't you know we're going like where's the water where's the water but it's it's right here same same theme freedom is we just have to act like we are free and part of, part of acting like we're free, what you were just saying about self-responsibility, that you, you have to own it, you're like, okay, I'm I'm a grown-up, I can take care not just of myself, because unfortunately, we won't be able to, no, no one individual is going to survive this. But as we get together and start to assemble ourselves into uh, our own households is the most beautiful theme and symbol for this free private domain. Because you know, in your in your household, you do what you want. You 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 uh, you know you all your functions of life take place. It's your own personal decision. Uh, the police cannot show up and just enter your house without some kind of probable cause and and a warrant and you know a real thing. But we've forgotten, and we're just like, come on in, come and micromanage my life, my children, my health, my everything, right? and so this is in response to that now you know pmas have been around a long time they are a mm-hmm. lawful designation uh right to this moment you know elites tend to use this as a way to hide money and corruption and and do wrongs but traditionally it was about meeting the people's needs and giving yourself permission to be with your family, who is not just your, you know, blood mother and brother and sister. It's those of like mind, like I would consider you in uh, kin, right, we have similar Mm. uh, views, similar values. And uh, there, you know, it's an easy energy, I could sit and have tea with you and and have you in my living room and feel no uh, tension about that. So then, uh, the private membership association, it is by application only. So that's part of my integrity, not to just say like, Oh, here's a link, sign up and have it be just anybody in their screen names. So it's, you know, it's going to grow slowly and, uh, you know, looking in detail at every application. I'm not, I'm not turning people away, except if they won't give me their real name. This is, (laughs) this is something that, or, or you just sound like you're, you know, like off some bot or something like that, then, um. But uh, people who love freedom, people who are self-responsible, people who are looking for some kind of way to be related to people so that they can engage in this healing work that we're talking about. Nice. To, uh, you know, yeah, whether it's uh, to do the work for themselves, to train, to to help others do it. I have a coaching certification program. I'm about to run my fourth round of it now, starting in September. If you don't mind, if I let your your audience
1: know. All links will be below, guys.
0: Okay, fantastic. I'll share one for that. And then if you keep in if uh, anyone hearing this is interested in training to help others to deprogram, to read archetypes, to find in themselves what is making their life show up in a way they don't want to and be able to come out with a you know a kind of profession around it as mm-hmm. a coach, professional coach, then uh, if you sign up before July 31st, then there is an early bird on just just so people know in case the timing is is of an issue. Or uh, um, uh, interest, I should say.
1: Cool. And
0: uh, yeah, sorry.
1: sorry. So, so, so you um actually with your um uh, freedom uh, private membership, that that actually goes into like some of the legal stuff as well, like PMAs and and how we can actually start detaching from the system, does it?
0: I don't teach PMAs, but I highly recommend Jacqueline Milne at the Four Cornered Table. Okay. And uh, she's the one that I'm learning PMEs from. She's the one that I'm certifying or not certifying, pardon me. She's certified and I've got my foundation documents through her. Okay. So, um, so, so there is now that the, the documents don't actually create the legal entity that's public. It's the assembly that makes it um, uh, valid or what's the word um, uh, real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: So yeah, it's, yeah. it's that. Mm-hmm. the
1: way everything's associated because a PMA basically detaches us, the man or woman from the, the um, human, like the, the person, the fictional entity in business. Is that right? No, no,
0: it doesn't. And that to me is a myth that that, that's even desirable in nature. You find the two archetypes, the public and the private it's the predator and the prey. It's also the masculine and the feminine, highly, highly archetypal in, in its nature. I think I mentioned that a little bit in one of our talks, and uh, so where was I going with that? Um, the um, you don't have to give up any public designation. So we do have a person, we have an account that we can move freely in the world, in the public world, and do our business. And you know, if we want to engage with that, you have to know how to control your person. But there's no need to get rid of it. That would be it's a certain hmm. it's a kind of suicide. Yeah, You uh, you need
1: to be able to interact with business and that's what a person does, right?
0: Yes, but a PMA can interact with businesses. So that's, that doesn't, you don't need that person. Okay. Right. But say you, say you want to drive a car and not get pulled over every 10 minutes because you don't have plates and a license, right? So maybe you just want to freely move about and, and uh, and, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. Like that's not, that's not a hill I want to die on every day myself, and uh, it's not, it's not that important to me. And so I'm willing to cooperate with the system and I don't mind having insurance so that if something really went wrong, then, you know, I've got, I'm covered with that. I want to, I want to be able to move freely in the public and the private, right? That's, that's the birthright. That's what, that's what we yeah. have yeah. our a bit, full ability to, to do. So, yeah, I think, I think it is a, a definitely a psyop to get people to try to cancel out their, their public person Mm. Now, uh, you know the Bible says that uh, God is a despiser of persons, and again, it's been psyoped to. Oh, this is legal fiction. This is this is this like big trust account. There's all this money, and you should want that money and reclaim that security. To me, absolutely sideways. I really see through it now. Mm. And but yeah, but you well, know what yeah.
1: the mm-hmm. so I mean that's but not that, freedom, is it? I mean that that's again relying on someone else to take care of you.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. I know. Can't you see through that? <laughs> right? Like you think, because you're you're going to be more controlled than ever. If you say you become a state national, you're more public than ever. And so this is, uh, you know, the private domain, it's it's really truly being hidden from us. They don't want us to see it. They know it is our safe haven. It's completely biblical. The The Bible recommends going into the private domain in all kinds of ways, tells us how to operate within that, how to serve each other's needs. And, uh, and, and then it's, it's this like, yeah, I am free and I can do what I want and have interactions that I want and have exchanges that I want that no one can come and interfere with in any lawful way. Now, you know, there might be for some of us, uh, I'll say pioneers, but it's not new, but some of us, you know, now that are coming to this, we might get taken to task. Like someone might come and say, oh, Beth Martins is doing business and not not this and not that and you know so I may end up in court over it which is why I also like to keep my hand in court procedure and so I run you know a court procedure group and I have the whole Mm -hmm. law side of the by the way my um my PMA it's called the house of free will
1: oh nice and a PMA as well for anyone watching is a private membership association is that right
0: exactly yeah yep. private membership association in the private domain compared yeah. to the public yeah. those yes. words have been badly abused like people don't know what private means we think privacy means calling yourself what is this guy on telegram just uh, called himself from your group silly baby right like that's some kind of privacy that uh, he has from me that i don't know his name is like dude you're not you're not hiding from you're hiding from me but you're you're not hiding from the beast for sure that, that you know yeah. you can be tracked yeah. they know who you are And, uh, you know, so they think that's privacy, but it's, it's not. And uh, so, you know, it's about free exchange among the members. It's about any kind of conflict that would come up potentially, which I don't really see happening much, but uh, you know, it's handled by tribunal people in, in the agreement to my PMA say that they're agreeing. They're never going to sue anybody in the ministry. They're not going to sue me. Everything's going to be handled internally like adults and we'll make our way. And we're gonna we can make it up as we go along. There's no set codified structure. If a tribunal is just like one person having a conversation with one person, fine. If it you know needs twelve people and a kind of like you know uh, jury of some kind or something, then you know all of that will take place. In in the extreme case, say something extremely bad happened, that's when the public can start to have jurisdiction. Right? If someone got badly hurt or yep. taken or whatever, I can't even imagine what that would be. And, and that's when we've we've handed over our lives to the public to handle every little dispute for us. Yeah. And this is taking that back in in a, a really self-responsible way. Mm. So, um, well, so that, that, yeah,
1: that's what court is. right? It's like the mom and dad or the teacher when two kids are playing, you know, fighting in a sandpit and they walk up and they go, no, you get the truck. You know, it's like, that's literally what <laughs> <the> court <40s>, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. They work it out. Yeah. The Bible says, settle your matters before you go to court because they're mm. going to smash you in court. Oh, Beware. Were, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. So like we can, act. it's acting like adults, isn't it? Taking self-responsibility. That's all that this is.
0: That's it. That's it. And as much, as much uh, self-responsibility as you take, that's how much power you get. Mm. Right. I have a course called Primal Power that is exactly about that. You're giving your power away as, as long as you think it's some like evil entity out there, and you got to destroy the beast and you turn into the beast trying to destroy the beast, and uh, that's not freedom at all. You're locked into a war, uh, even though there is time for rebel energy and there's time for warrior energy. It, it's it's very necessary, even if just to train and have the confidence in yourself. Like I never, ever mm-hmm. want to go to court, but if I have enough knowledge that I'm not afraid of that, I probably yeah. won't have to go to court.
1: Exactly. It's like self-defense. Okay. It's like when you know you can defend yourself, you don't go out looking for fights and you don't get into fights because people sense that about you. It's just like, because uh, you're not worried about it. You know, you'll be fine, right? You've got the information inside to to know that, that you are free and that, that you can tr- make your own choices and whatever you do is fine, really. I mean, this, another big, you know, it's fear, right? I mean, fear is the biggest dream killer. And, and literally when you, when it's um, false evidence appearing real, that's, you know, that statement there kill because that's what um, slavery is. You know, you think all these things have merit or they have power of you when they don't, it's just false.
0: Yeah exactly exactly yeah it's your it's really you're you're giving your authority over to your unconscious and it's saying basically you're going to die like this
1: <laughs> yeah. on your
0: shoulder all day long and then you're like oh oh okay i better keep on you know let that thing push me around and mm-hmm. uh, when you flip it, it's it's amazing. So that's the whole theme of the work that I'm doing in my PMA to help people deprogram, to heal, uh, to train coaches to be in that role, because I, I don't want to be the only one. I want I want this to be a legacy project where many, many more people potentially could be in that role of helping other people that way. Um, as I mentioned, my law work is going to go into the private. I'm doing workshops already. We've done three workshops, the, or two, two and one, one about to come up, came up all of a sudden with its own life. This is the thing about the private domain is that when you give a little bit of time and effort to it, it grows organically.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Right. Um, Yeah
1: i'm 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 in the middle of starting a business at the moment so i'm definitely need to get this information i think um so so yeah and and also anyone who's out there who's maybe you know looking for a new direction a new career path or whatever um or or you're you know there's a lot of kids right that are sort of 17 18 19 um all their dreams have been dashed not sure what they're doing um so yeah you know if, if this kind of appeals to you there'll be links below go check it out um because um, we're going to need this information, right? This is how we build the new earth. All this new information of, of freedom and empowerment. Is, you know, we've actually got to go forward and build this new earth. It's not just going to, you know, appear in front of us and say, you know, well, yeah, you made a few videos, so here's your new earth. You know, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to build it. So this is a perfect way to get started.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's immensely creative, and you know, compared to say, you know, my my more business life, because I'm I'm doing the same work that I did in my business as I'm going to do as I am doing in this PMA. Uh, but the difference is that, well, I mean, what is the difference? Not not a not a huge difference because I was already so much in that private mode. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, what's the difference? What was I even going to say there? I don't know. I'm gonna. I think I've lost my train of thought. What you were just saying. No um, I don't have to know what sorry, like. it's getting late. All right, yeah. Between the two, no ones, it's okay. No oh worry. shoot, no it worry. was good too. Yeah. All right, I'll remember after we're done. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You-
1: exactly. Right <laughs> <that>. <laughs> You'll send me a message. Yeah. I was going to say this, um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, I mean, and you're right, you're very busy at the moment. um You know, well done. So all all Beth's links will be below, guys. Go check it out. And um this is a thing, right? Um, we need to support. These new new world businesses and people, um, you know, as on Benjamin says, if you don't support what you love, it'll it'll go away. So, um, exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. And I remembered what I was going to say. If it's okay, just to uh, say face, there, you know. So when when you're in business, because we're in slave society, you have a bottom line, right? If you don't meet your financial needs, then you don't have a business. You can't do your work. You know, can't pay your bills. All of that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so it's a real shift out of that. Uh, mindset into, you know, my my PMA is a ministry, right? And it's faith-based. And the primary goal of it is not to earn a living, that is God-given, this is a paradigm shift, but to support the membership. And, And in doing so, in supporting the membership, this PMA is going to look after me. I've already seen much evidence for that. I have a lot of faith and, uh, you know, so instead of charging for work, it's often donation based or subscription based. Instead of outright hiring people to help me, it's by stipend and apprenticeships. and uh, and and then the primary difference between the business and and that private domain is is the service, right? That it is to uh, fill a need that exists that otherwise might go unmet, especially because, who you are authentically, no one else could do that work in the way that you do it. Maybe they could do similar things, but they could never, you know, with your lived experience and everything that you've been through. And so you shift from that model of like, got to make a living, which, you know, admittedly, that's, you know, I had to make a living for a lot of years already since I survived cancer, I had to be totally self-sufficient. Then I had a child and I was a single mom, totally had to, you know, look after now, not just myself, but that flip to, okay, how can I serve? And this is now how I wake up every day and, and, you know, fold my hands and say, God, okay, how can I serve today? Just show me. And this is, if we circle right back to the ultimate uh, uh, theme of today, that is freedom, right? Mm -hmm. When you're working for others and it naturally gives the abundance back because that's favored by God. So it's, uh, it's a really beautiful thing. If, if people are interested to apply to join the ministry, you can visit, uh, it's the freewillministry.live. I know that you should say .live, but I like the live part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also the same as martins.com which is with an EMS. And there's an application there with some questions, we can start to get to know each other. And I'll have, uh, just so you know, my assistant is the one who's going to respond to you, because I can't keep up with it uh, fast enough on my own, sometimes depending on what's going on. But I do read every word of every application, they fill my heart so much when I learn about these people with beautiful intentions, and, you know, uh, gifts to offer and interest in their own expansion and and becoming uh great and i remember one more thing that i have to say before we come off this show and just about the this is completely unrelated i just it just came to me but the name of your show spiral up is so related to the work that i do i I teach a process called spiraling
1: oh wow okay yeah
0: and and this you could say is is an overall theme of finding the order in nature and following it because it has a certain pattern. And especially when it comes to the emotional realm, which is a major block for most people, right? Whatever it is, where it with high emotion, low emotion, wherever you get stuck, then the process of spiraling is something where you start to play with this emotional realm and travel it at will. We don't think we can do that right? We think, oh, the depression, it just came over me from out of the blue. And now it has me and its I just have to wait it out and see when it goes away or take drugs or all of that kind of thing. But mm. as it turns out, we have just so much more freedom to play in God's creation yeah. and God's order than you could ever imagine. So I was when I was watching your channel today, I'm like, hey, we're right on the same theme there.
1: Oh, good, <laughs> good. Yeah. Well, you know, they try and tell us it's a circle, right? And we're just supposed to go round and round and round. But just got to change your they thinking a little bit get off track a little bit and you'll start to spiral um just make sure it's an up oh, not a down <laughs> yeah so there you go. um yeah. that's probably a very good place to um to end so thank you so much for your your time um beth I'm, i might have to do this again in, in a few weeks or month to get a bit deeper maybe um on the, on the law kind of stuff um of course like i said all of beth's um links will be below so go check them out especially you know if you're interested in learning a bit more about sovereignty, freedom, how you can actually live that and, and act that way um, and share it, right? Um, maybe maybe it might be a new career path as well. So lots and lots of um, goodies will be in the links below. So thank you for your time, Beth. Uh, it's been really, really good.
0: My great honor and pleasure. I was so excited when you emailed me. woo <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, great.
1: And, yeah, yeah, make sure you check out um, our, our interviews on Beth's channel as well and give her a like and subscribe and all that kind of good stuff. So, thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you enjoyed that one. Thank you, Beth. And I'll talk to you all on the next upload. Bye for now.
0: Bye.